I'm Aaron Friedman, and this is Politodoxy. Today's topic, nationalism. <gasps> oh my god, he just said the n-word. Nationalism has become an n-word of sorts, and anybody who identifies as a nationalist is shunned by our liberal media establishment. Why is nationalism bad? Well, Hitler was a nationalist. And Hitler was a Nazi, and the Nazi were nationalists. So therefore, being a nationalist is bad. But isn't it interesting that we never discussed the other part where the Nazis were? They were also socialist. And before you start shouting, oh, it's not, it doesn't mean that, that's not what it meant, that's not the same thing. Actually, it is. They literally were socialists. They implemented socialist policies. Things that nowadays socialists are advocating for, they already did. As a matter of fact, you could take the Nazi speeches on what their platform was about and read it out at the Democratic National Convention and you will be met with thunderous applause. Depending on some words, changing it out, making it sound a little bit more modern and being measured with what you say, you will be met with thunderous applause, I can guarantee it. But back to the main subject, nationalism is bad, socialism good, nationalism bad. Got it? Well, no. Nationalism actually is a very good thing taken to the extreme, like literally any idea that has ever existed, then it becomes corrupted. But World War II literally happened because of nationalism. First of all, that's not the reason. It started because we had weak leadership and people who were not willing to actually enforce the law. After World War I, we gave Germany some specific rules which they had to follow, but little by little, we, and when I say we, I mean Britain and France as the allies, decided not to enforce what they already had decided this is how Germany is going to behave because of its behavior in World War I. So you saw weak leadership from the British and French and that's how you got World War II. Now my second point on nationalism, nationalism ended World War II. Our boys didn't beat the German army because of some globalist stupid agenda. They beat the Germans because we were nationalists, obviously. Well, nationalism is still bad, says the communist. Well, <laughs> the communists themselves were nationalists. Have you ever heard the expression Mother Russia? Where do you think that comes from? It comes from the same place like Father Germany. Nationalism is not a bad thing. Oh yes, and one other thing that I love seeing is when those people who hate, they hate the nationalists. Yeah, but free Palestine. Yeah, free Palestine. Wait, wait. You said you hate nationalism. Why is this nationalism good? No, this is good nationalism. First of all, Palestine never was a country, so let's begin with that. So it never existed in the first place. Second, when you say Palestinians, I have big news for you. The Jews in Palestine, they identified as Palestinians before the country of Israel was formed. And the Arabs in Palestine, they identified as Arabs, not as Palestinians. So this is there was this huge switch here where Arabs started identifying, oh, we were Palestinians. No, you identified till the last few minutes as Arabs. The Jews, they were the Palestinians. And of course, Palestine was not a thing. It was never a country. It was given to the land by the Romans who named it after the ancient Jewish enemy, the Philistines. Also, it's important to note, I'm not taking one side or the other. I'm just stating pure facts. So back to the main subject. Palestine nationalism? Yes. Any other form of nationalism? No. Except when it benefits the enemies of America. Also, it's pretty interesting to note that, much like the German nationalists from the 30s, these modern-day Palestinian nationalists are also heavily militarized, so there's some similarities there. Oh, and they hate Jews, so there's, a, there's another thing there, but let's not talk about that, because that's counter to the narrative. Now, 
let's leave aside these hypocrites and go to the main point that nationalism is actually a good thing because humans are fundamentally tribal and it's okay to identify yourself with a nation, a family of sorts, that you swear allegiance to and vow to defend and protect. Now, there is a much more interesting aspect to this when it comes to American nationalism, because unlike every other country in the world, America is a nation built on a set of ideas. And no, America is not a set of ideas. I hate it when you see politicians, America is a set of ideas. No, it's not. It's a nation built on a specific land, specifically to one geographical area, which is built upon a set of ideas. And that set of ideas has been enshrined in the Constitution and gives everyone who is an American citizen equality and a whole bunch of rights which is enshrined in the Constitution and other rights which has not been enshrined in the Constitution which is understandably rights but were not written down because not every right will be able to be written down in the Constitution. Only the most fundamental rights were written down. And all this, the great American contract which is called the Constitution, stems from the biblical idea that we're all made in God's image. And therefore, every human being has infinite value. Now, because it's impossible to secure the rights of every human being, therefore there is nationalism, where you are protected under this nation, which has took upon itself to protect you and your rights. And it's incumbent upon every other nation on earth to do so the same, while so many others have not accepted a bill of rights of this sort to their constitution that's on their head it's not america's business or concern to promote freedom to these other countries if they choose not to this is how they want to live we shall respect that not all nations believe in these set of ideas they have a right to believe whatever they have to believe not all nations are created equal and that is in terms of understanding that every person has rights some don't respect it, and it's on their head to take care of it, not ours. Now again, back to the main subject, that since America is built upon a set of ideas, and that set of ideas says that every person is created in the image of God and all have the same rights, and it's not based on a specific religion, race, ethnicity, etc., and people from different walks of life could participate in this, this nation is very unique and the cure to the hatred within America is nationalism. Seeing the other person as a part of your national family. Different skin color, doesn't matter. Same nation. And it's us versus the world. And if there is any other country who wants to be like us, and they are open to our ideas, and they are taking care of their own problems, there literally is no problem for America to help them and guide them through, as long as we don't get distracted by that and start making that our main issue. Because America always needs to focus on Americans. We've become distracted by things that does not concern America. America's borders does not matter. Ukraine's borders is the holiest border that has ever existed in the history of borders. American airspace does not matter. Ukrainian airspace, that's the most important thing that has ever existed. American oil, no. Brazilian oil, yes. American manufacturing, no. Chinese manufacturing, yes. Taiwan must be protected and we shall never give in to the Chinese. Why can't Taiwan defend itself? It's a rich enough country, it should be able to do so. Israel, we must give free stuff to Israel. Why is that? I have no problem with increasing trade to Israel and every other country that is friendly to the United States, but giving away free stuff? Why? We should leave NATO immediately. NATO should be dissolved anyway, but since it's not going to happen, America could leave NATO. 
NATO needs us, we don't need them. Because we are paying for these countries' militaries, that is why they don't pay for their own military. So instead, they have a national healthcare service, which they make fun of of the United States for not having one, but if we stop paying for the military, now they will start have to pay for their own military, then they will actually realize how much these things cost, and they would have to shoulder some of the burden that America is paying, because America is paying off the healthcare of these countries. And once we share the burden, you will see prices in America start dropping like flies. Now, when it comes to the United Nations, I have a different approach. It's not that we don't have a United Nations. It's that America leaves the United Nations, creates its own version, gets the Western countries to follow them, because America has enough influence over the world to do so, and exerts power and influence to maximize American trade and pushes an America first agenda. Although I also would be open for America leaving the United Nations altogether, but that's another idea. And all these intergovernmental organizations, no, absolutely not. Nothing of that should exist. And whatever, whenever America does anything, it would be for the America first agenda. Although, when something evil is happening throughout the world, such as what is happening in China with the genocide of the Uyghur Muslims, America decreases trade with China. It's as simple as that. America will exert its power over other countries to decrease the Chinese aggressors' power throughout the world. Nothing militarily, just economically. Because yes, evil must be confronted. But it should be confronted prudently with extreme examination. Yes, and of course, ban TikTok. Oh yes, that has to happen. And I'm not only talking about, oh, it's a Chinese spy. Of course, yes, because it's spying on us. Yes, we should ban it because of that. But it's literally destroying our culture. So yes, ban it because of that as well. But also, we have seen how America reacts when Russia invades Ukraine. But when China invades the United States with millions of pounds of fentanyl throughout the southern border, there literally is no punishment. Now, let's not even talk about the coronavirus, which they still haven't paid their price. And I guess we know the reason why. I've come up with an idea how to punish the Chinese for the fentanyl. And because it's so extreme, I'm open for any other suggestions, but let me put this out there. Using mutual assured destruction as a metric, America should round up all the fentanyl, ship it back to China, smuggle it back into their country, and give it to their citizens. Let them have a taste of their own medicine. I'm just saying, mutual sur destruction. They're not gonna stop. Let's get this clear. This is how we make them stop. The same way we did with the Soviets. If they would have used an atomic bomb, we would use an atomic bomb. Same idea. Same logic. Some might say that's awful, that's terrible. Fine. So is detonating an atomic bomb. If it was immoral back then, it should be immoral now. And if it was moral back then, it should be moral now. China needs to be put in its place. And America should be protecting its nation. America is the nation. Down with the globalist empire. Maybe those people who count themselves as globalists and call themselves citizens of the world. Oh wow, how amazing. Maybe we should revoke their American citizenship. Well, they don't need it anymore, I guess. I think you made it pretty clear. You don't want to be part of this family. Have a taste of your own medicine. Please go join the war in Ukraine. Go throughout Africa where the warlords live. Go, go live there. Figure out if you could actually be a citizen of the world. You, that's what you want. This is what you're gonna have to encounter if you're gonna try to do this. Live what you say. Don't just talk the talk. So in conclusion, nationalism is good. Depending how you implement it in American nationalism, which by the way, by saying American exceptionalism, that is also a version of nationalism, which also includes patriotism, is actually a very good thing, and more people should be nationalists. Oh, and I almost forgot. If nationalism started the world war, and nationalism brings countries to war, 
Then riddle me this, why didn't Spain join the war? They were just as nationalist as Italy. So if nationalism is the common denominator, then Spain should have joined World War II, but they didn't. Which goes to show that the entire idea of nationalism being a bad thing is liberal brainwashing from the 1960s up until now. As the saying goes, if they're lying about the news, who knows what they did to history. This is where we'll end this episode. Please follow, leave 5 stars, and share. You can leave a comment here on Spotify, and you can also reach out to me on Truth Social at Aaron Friedman, and remember my fellow nationalists, stay political.